Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Welcome to the Indigo Room. I'm your host, Sydney Chase. And tonight we are discussing the I Am Discourses. I am the only intelligence acting in chapter 18. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Indigo Room. As I said, I'm Sydney Chase, and this is where we discuss all things spiritual. And by that, I mean that we are non-physical spiritual beings having physical human experiences. Life is supposed to be good. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be delicious, even when it's wicky-wacky. So, hi, Linda. <laughs> hi. Last night's show was good, huh? I just want to, I'm going to talk about that a little bit, just a little bit, and then we're going to get into our um, topic tonight. But last night's show was pretty, pretty intense. I went to sleep. Um, I had to go to sleep. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Good evening. Here's some cleansing wood for you guys. I need it. I have um, I had a delivery today. It was a wonderful show, right? I know. She get, Isaiah gets all up in your business. <laughs> but sometimes that's what we need. Yeah, it was an awesome show. Even um, um, Amaya said she had a really great um, time with us last night. Hey, Barb. Hi. Yay. Everybody's coming in. Tonight we're discussing the I Am Discourses. We're back to the I Am Discourses. We're getting through it pretty good. Um, it was an awesome show. Told me. Oh, yeah. She told you? Because she told me, too. Uh, well, you should check it out, though. You should just look at the um, replay bar because there's something in there for all of us. Even if she's given, even if Isaiah was reading somebody else, it was very um, helpful for all of us. So you should just go check it out when you have time. Yeah, she told me to. Got up all in my business. <laughs> like. What? She said, we, you said we could. All right. Yeah, I did. But dad got it. I didn't think he was going to, you know, pull pull all that stuff out. But it was good. And I'm glad we did it. And uh, she'll be back. And um, if you missed Amaya, then you can catch the replay. It was really good. I do want to just say thank you to um, our Indigo Room um, donors, Barb Jacobs, Sharon Flavors, and Amira. I hope I said your last name correctly, Amira. But um, 
the 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 uh, fundraiser is over, but I do want to just make sure that I um, make sure that I thank all of the donors that did donate. So I just wanted to do that. And Barb Jacobs has been with the Indigo Room for a long time. She started out with us pretty much in the beginning. Has been with us ever since. Sharon Plavis is my good childhood friend. And she's kind of new to the Indigo Room. She's not new to me, but she's new to a lot of you now because she's been with us this year and she's been um, a regular in the Indigo Room here in, in YouTube. So thank you, Sharon. And Amira also is someone that she just brought to my attention today um, that I knew from back when we started out in 2007. She's been following the show. She used to follow the show on um, on TalkShoe, and she had it through iTunes. And um, she just brought, because I kept looking at her name, and I'm saying, I know that, rec I recognize that name. And um, she was like, you know, I do you remember I donated with, to you through a check years ago, like in the beginning? And I was like, that's you. Okay, because I couldn't figure out her name. I couldn't remember her name. So. Um, I just want to thank her as well, because she did also donate to the Indigo Room recently, just recently, a couple weeks ago, and I want to say thank you. So thank you to all of our Indigo Room donors. I think I covered everybody. I'm pretty sure. And please, if you are new to the channel, thank you for visiting us. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe. You can click the um, link on the Indigo Room logo in the right-hand corner or click the, the, the um, subscribe. Uh, just click subscribe. <laughs> and at the end of the video, you can click my face. All right. So we're going to tickle our amygdala because we didn't do that the last couple of, well, last, um, well, on Sunday and yesterday, we didn't do that. So we're going to tickle our amygdala today because I think some of you need it. I know I do because I haven't tickled my amygdala either. So Go ahead and grab your feather and um, close your eyes. Is Amira here? Oh, there she is. Hi, Amira. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I got your last name right. Amira Simon Deshan. Okay, I, I didn't get it right before, but um, Linda's was the best reading yesterday. It was powerful, but it was, it was, it was very powerful for all of us, I think. Hey, Gary's in the house. That is the package I was going to talk about today. I got a package from a Gary in Oregon. It came today, Gap. I got my books. Thank you. I can't wait to dig into them. So Gary sent the Indigo Room some books, and it is the I Am Decree booklets. And this one is the Master Key. So I'm really interested in this one, too. I can't wait to um, dive in. They're old books. We like old books. Thank you, Gary. And uh, the Decree transcripts. This one I didn't understand. I'm going to have to talk to you a little bit about that one. So, yes, I already opened them up. You know, I already cracked them open. You know that. You know me and books. 
I was like, okay, you got new books. <laughs> and it was raining today and it was cold. So, you know, a girl was like all curled up and, you know, looking at her books and reading her books. And mm -hmm, that's what I did today. Okay. So everybody grab your feather. If you have your feather, grab your feather, close your eyes and imagine what your feather looks like. Get a really good picture of it. We're not pussyfooting around in here, all right? Get a really good picture of your feather, yo. And feel the feather, feel the feather. What does it feel like? Get, get the touch and the feel of it. Feel it really, really real, okay? Get your colors, feel the bristles. Is it smooth? Is it crinkly? What does your feather feel like? Okay, once you've got that in your mind, you're going to lift the feather up to the center of your forehead, and then you're going to slide the feather over to the right and tickle your amygdala on the right. And then we're going to slide the feather over to the left and tickle your amygdala on the left, and you pull your feather out, and you're done. Yay! You should be smiling, and if you're not smiling, don't tell me. No, if you're not smiling, then try it again. Do it again. Do it as many times as you can, as, as possible. Because I always smile. I don't even know. Maybe it's just because I'm a smiling person, but it always works for me. The first time I did it, I smiled. Okay, so I'm going to put my books, my brand new, my brand new old books. I'm going to put them down. And tonight we are reading the I Am Discourses. We're going over the I Am Discourses. Chapter 18. Yeah, that's what we're doing. And um, I titled this one, I Am Discourses, I Am the Only Intelligence Acting, because that was what jumped out at me today and this week when I reread it. And um, I, it just, nothing else resonated except that. I am the only intelligence acting. And the reason why it stuck out to me is because when you get that, when you stay in your I am presence, when you focus in your I am presence, when you when you meditate in your I am presence, when you use your I am statements, really. I am, oh, thank you, Linda. This is chapter 18, page 207, if you have the PDF version of the book. Thank you, Linda. Um, your I am intelligence really is all that's acting. That's it. It's acting through you, through you the individual, through me, the individual, through us, the collective, the individual, your I am presence is acting. It's the only intelligence that is acting. However, however, there's a however, there's a caveat. Um, we are the ones who qualify that energy. We're the ones who sort of color that energy. We're the ones who 
determines how this pure intelligence, this, this pure perfect intelligence coming through us is going to manifest outside of us. So if we got wiki-wacky all day long, all the time, guess what? You know, you hear those people, I don't ever have any good luck. I always have bad luck. Bad luck, right? That's what you got. That's what you got, right? You ever hear those people? Nothing never goes right for me. It's never going to work. I don't know what you're talking about. Sydney, blah, 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 blah. Because that energy, that pure energy that's coming through us all day, every day, is being qualified by our thoughts and our feelings. And that's what happens. What comes, what goes through us comes out as what we created with our thoughts and with our feelings. So in rereading the I am discourses, it would behoove you. You know I love that word, behoove. It would behoove you to get your I am self together. <laughs> so we're going to start on page uh, 207. Actually, we're going to go into 208. I'm not going to read the invocation. You guys can read that on your own. I leave it up to you. I leave it all up to you. You decide what you're going to do, right? I can only lead you. I can't make you do a daggone thing, but it's up to you. So um, the discourse starts on page 208, and it says, I would be so pleased to have every one of the students, that's us, just at this time especially, use the statement with all the enthusiasm they can command, I am, I am, I know I am the use of God's limitless opulence. Now, if you didn't read this before, what are your thoughts about that one statement right there? If you've never read that and you just heard that just today, how do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? I am, I am, I know I am the use of God's limitless opulence. The first time I read it, the very first time I read it, I was like, what? That just, it just made me feel, it made me feel good. Amira said it made her feel powerful. Yes. Just, that's why, like, I like to take some of these statements and write them over and over and over again, because they make you feel powerful in your own experience. Yes, I have a turtleneck on today because it's very cold in New York City, just saying, in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> Here I wish to explain that when there is a group of students in accord, that would be us gang, that would be us, working from the same principle, and they use this statement, they not only bring into their own world and use this great opulence, but they bless their associate students with the same thing, because I am the presence in each one. This is the mighty power of cooperative action, which everyone should use. 
I am the presence in each one. I am the presence in each one. So if we all right now in your experience, even though I can't all hear you, spirit can hear you, it comes out into the ethers. If you all repeat after me, we're saying this, even though we're saying it for ourselves, we're saying it for each other. I am, I didn't hear you, what? I am, I am, I know I am the use of God's limitless opulence. That was pretty good. Although some of you were kind of low, you know, you, you were whispering. I don't know why, but we're going to do it one more time. All right. And I want to hear you. I want to hear you. Ready? I am. I am. I know I am the use of God's limitless opulence. Oh, wow. Y'all did better this time. Thank you. Oh, you didn't think I heard you? I did. I got ears like that. The students who maintain a loving blessing to each other are really held in the embrace of the great I am presence. And when they acknowledge its action, they are commanding the same blessing and action for the other students that they are for themselves. I know you spoke up this time, Gary, because I didn't hear you the first time. That's all I'm saying. Like some of y'all were very quiet. Let me tell you something. Y'all don't know, y'all don't know what kind of powers I got. I got the same powers you got, but I have different ones. I have different gifts. Y'all have powers, but we all have different gifts. I'm like Santa Claus. <laughs> This is the correct attitude to be sustained. And if maintained maintain sincerely in the heart of each one, no one within this embrace will want for any good thing. Now, wouldn't you want that? I know. Because I didn't hear you all. Some of you were very muffled. Some of you were louder than others. Just saying. <laughs> Sharon said I actually spoke louder the second time Gary said I spoke up this time and Barb said my kitties thought I was yelling at them <laughs> Woo. so what you just did for each other what you just did for each other is you gave each other a gift okay it says, if maintained sincerely in the heart, that's why I had to do it a second time, of each one, no one within this embrace will want for any good thing. But the student who allows any feeling to remain of unkindness to others will shut himself away from this great radiance and blessing. So I had to do it twice. Twice as nice. Now let us enter into this keynote of what you touched this morning, the simple understanding of God's will and free will. 
God's will is the opulence of goodwill, the birthright of every one of God's children. When you are reaching to the light in the use of the mighty I am presence with sincerity, it is not possible for you to do otherwise than call for God's will to be done. As children of God, the father who has given his children free will that they may choose, they must understand that it is for them alone to decree what shall act in their lives and world. So it's up to us, right? To decree what should act for what, how, how this energy, how this I am presence is going to act in our world. Having free will, the student must understand that God can only act in his life and world according to his conscious direction. We've We've talked about this over and over, and I'm going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep talking about that part over and over because that part is key. It's key for our understanding. It's key for us to get in our heart center. It's key for us to get in our thoughts. It's key for us to get in, in our bodies, to for our bodies to accept that as well. That having free will the student must understand that God can only act in his life or her life and world according to our conscious direction. So if we're wicky-wacky and we got all kinds of wicky-wacky, <coughs> excuse me, stuff going on, all kinds of thoughts, <coughs> all kinds of fear, all kinds of worry, all kinds of doubt, then God can only act according to our direction of that energy. That's how this works. God is the principle of all life. And each child of God is an individualized, conscious, active part of that one great principle of life and love and power. So God is the principle of all life. Remember we talked about if God is in everything, right? God is in everything. We all believe that. Most, most of us do. So that means that God is the principle of all life. And each child, each one of us, every single one of us, even the ones we don't like, even the ones we don't like, they are an in God as they are um, God individualized. They're conscious, they're a conscious active part of the one great principle of life and love and power. Even the ones that, you know, we ain't feeling and doing terrible things. They're they're God individualized as well. They may not recognize it. They may not understand what they're doing with their God power, but you know, they're here. God has given into the keeping of every one of his children, this marvelous consciousness, which it says every one of his children, not just some of his children, all of his children, all of her children. <clears throat> Um, this marvelous consciousness, which is omnipresent, eternally elastic, as it were, which can be drawn into a focal point to write with the pen of light or expand to encompass the earth. 
So this consciousness can contract, you know, get really, really small, or it can be expansive. It's up to us. We can do it. It's up to us. Consciousness is always subject to direction through the use of the free will. The most unfortunate understanding established by the orthodox idea that God acts of his own free will in the life of the individual or nation is positively not true. God can only act through the mind of his own individualization, which is clothed with the personalities that you see about you. So that's why you can actually call people to you, you know. You could not certain not specific individuals. Well, maybe you can. I don't know. You might have that superpower. But you can in your um in your consciousness, because we're all connected, we're all part of the, the whole, we're all God in, individualized. You can call certain people to you, certain individuals to you types, you know, types of individuals to you just by your thoughts. You know, sometimes you're having a bad day and everybody you meet gets on your nerves, has something to say. That ever happened? That's you calling in wiki-wacky individuals. I know that has happened to me. I get to work and I go, oh my God, what is everybody nuts today? I just keep running into, you know, people are drunk. This guy knocked me over on the subway. This one called me, you know, the N-word. This one bumped into me. What's happening? What's going on? Well, you know, if I think about it, if I really, really think about it, it started here, right here. I could have been thinking about a whole host of things prior to me stepping outside of my out of my door. I could have been thinking all kinds of, had nothing to do with anybody. I could have just been in a, a, a fog and a frenzy. And the next thing you know, I have called every Tom, Dick, and Harry that wants to act crazy into my experience. I know you've had that happen to you. Gary said, uh, oh, work this week. <laughs> Sharon said, I was wiki-wacky this morning. I almost left my job today. Okay, so they that is just us calling experiences to us, calling people to us that I do not want to be dealing with. Now, you may very well love, love, love that particular job and love where you work, you know, and you're not ready to walk out. So that's when you have to get calm, you have to get poised, you have to get unbothered, you have to get in your toolbox and start tickling your amygdala or, you know, refocusing your energy and switching it over to this way and that way and realizing that it's up to us. We are, everything that we're experiencing is pushed out from us. So it's up to us to, you know, get in there. Sometimes, you know, it's hard. I ain't gonna lie. There's some days you just want to kill everybody. Everybody dies. That's it. Hands up. Everybody's dying today. And then you have to, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Burning sage. There you go. Burning sage right now. That's what you got to do. Um, God can only act through the mind of his or her own, own individual, individual, ugh, 
individualization, which is clothed with the personalities that you see about you. These personalities are but vehicles of use and expression of this mighty individuality, which is God's will and your free will. And it only comes into use by your conscious direction. Oh, Gary's drinking wine. Gary, you need to pour a glass for everybody, okay? You can't be stingy. Put a glass in the chat. Pour, pour, pour a glass of wine for the whole chat, yo. <laughs> that would not be disrespectful. Not to me, anyway. You can look in the little smiley faces over there and you can pour us all a little glass of wine because the emoji for wine is right there. Thank you very much. Um, I say that every function of your body is sustained through conscious action, although you are not aware of it. Now, we talked about this actually last week with Neville Goddard. Same, same, same thing. It says, I say to you that every function of your body is sustained through conscious action, although you are not aware of it. But as you reach deeper into the consciousness of the mighty I am presence, you will come to understand that it is impossible for any outer action to take place without self-conscious action. And Neville said the same thing when we read um, the resurrection last week. Exact same thing. A simple proof of this is that any of you may test at any moment. I wish to do some physical act. So everybody, right? Think about it. Oh, we have one. <laughs> Thank you very much, Gary. Thank you very much for hooking up the chat with some wine. Wine always makes me feel better, right? Makes everybody feel better. Even Jesus had wine. <laughs> a simple proof of this is what any of you may test at any moment. I wish to do some physical act. Preceding that activity, there always comes the thought to do it, right? Otherwise, the hand or body would not move in action. Correct? While you're reading, Sydney, I think I know better. <laughs> but the wiki wacky still happens. Sometimes it does. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. What I am saying, though, is that when it does happen, do your best to revise it. Because if you don't, you're going to experience the same kinds of wiki wacky in the future. That's all. I'm not saying it's going to stop the wiki wacky from happening today, but it'll stop the wiki wacky from happening in the future. On that particular subject, anyway. Not all wiki wacky, because we're all layered. So there's going to be there's going to be more wiki wacky. It just is. That's that's just the nature of the beast. <clears throat> um. So. That which people have chosen to call involuntary action is the thing that has mystified their understanding and their own being. So Neville says the same thing as well, that preceding the activity, that whatever the activity that we want to do have, 
we think really, we think in, like blinking is an involuntary action. It really isn't. Blinking happens because consciously there's something that's going on inside of us that's telling us to blink. There's something going on inside of us that's telling our hearts to continue to beat. There's something going on inside of us that tells all of the bodies, you know, all of our bodily functions to function. What is that something? It is alive. It's within us. So there's nothing that can happen. There's nothing that we can do. We can't, you know, moving our hands, talking, moving our eyes, whatever, that doesn't have some sort of conscious um, thought about it, even if we're not aware of it. And Neville says the same thing. If you want to go look in Neville, um, Resurrection, in chapter 18, he says, a little practice would convince you that you can, by controlling our, um, I'm sorry, I read the, got the wrong section. Um, we could not move, okay, a little practice will convince us that we can, by controlling our imagination, reshape our future in harmony with our desire. Desire is the mainspring of action. We could not move a single finger unless we had a desire to move it. No matter what we do, we follow the desire, which is the moment, which at the moment dominates our minds. So whatever that desire is at that moment, that's the one that's dominating our minds. That's the one that's going to be, you know, most prevalent. Yeah, wiki wacky still happens though. <laughs> we need a drink. <laughs> the students should take this humble explanation and meditate upon it often for it will clear the mind of any obstruction. You are self-conscious, free will acting beings. So it's really, really vital for us to get that in our in our in our process. I think he says I'm going to skip over some some portions of that because he's talking about um, a class that happened and there's some stuff that was left out of that particular portion. It's all blank at blank in the form of blank. So I'm not going to even read that part. You can read that on your own. We're going to be on page two eleven. He says, further, I wish the students to understand that the stream of life flowing through the mind and body always comes into them pure and unadulterated. That's what we were talking about in the beginning. Containing within it all the strength, courage, energy, and wisdom that can ever be desired. But by the lack of control of their thought and feeling, they are unknowingly requalifying this pure essence with the outer ideas upon which the attention has been fixed or fixated. So again, it all goes with to our attention. Where are we placing our attention? So if you can catch that people are wiki-wacky, you know, all around you, right? You're having a wicky wacky day. If you can catch it, like, you know, if you can catch it in that moment, 
you can stop and say, okay, what was I fixated on this morning or last night when I went to sleep? Or, um, you know, just think back in your mind what you might have um, thought about. Because let me tell you, if you're doing this work, all of you, like me, if you're doing this work, you're going to have actually, you're probably going to have more wiki-wacky days than the average person. Because the stuff that you're starting to think about comes about qu quicker than the average person who just is now starting to do the I am discourses. So what I'm saying, and, and because we're moving, we're moving more and more into 4D and, and 5D, you're going to start to manifest things a little bit quicker than you used to. So if you've got all kinds of mishigash going on, yes, and mishigash, you got all kinds of mishigash going on, it's going to manifest. I know for me, it's been manifesting a little bit quicker than it is than it used to. Like, like, almost sometimes, almost in minutes. Used to take a long time, and I'd be like, oh, you know. Where did that come from? I was having such a great week. I don't know where that came from. Now, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I wasn't feeling good 24 hours ago. I was in some sort of, you know, fixation in my mind about something. And sure enough, it shows up with the quickness. So I'm just saying, you know, be mindful of what you got going on in your, in your own thought process. Because... The more you do in this work, the more clearing of energy you do, the more stuff is going to start manifesting for you, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, Amira said, that's so true. Gary said, very good point about how quick it happens. Nowadays, it's super quick all the time. Yes, it is very quick. Things are manifesting quicker than they used to, I'm finding. Sharon said, that explains what's happening to me. Yeah. So if you're doing this work, you're doing this clearing work, and you're, you know, you're doing your energy work, and you're clearing out, you know, you're getting rid of wicky-wacky stuff, trust me, you have to be mindful of what you're putting up in your, in your, in your thought process. Because that stuff will, and your feeling, because that stuff will show up for you. No joke. Um, further, I wish to say that the stream of life flowing through the mind and body always comes into them pure and unadulterated, containing within it all the strength, courage, energy, and wisdom that can ever be desired. But by the lack of control of their thought and feeling, they are unknowingly requalifying this pure essence with the outer ideas upon which the attention has been fixed. To form the habit every moment, the mind is not otherwise occupied of being self-conscious that I am the only intelligence acting. That's why that's such a powerful statement. 
because if you can carry it around with you and when you get in those wicky wacky moments, you can pull that out and you can, you know, remind yourself that I am the only intelligence acting and, you know, kind of buoy yourself up, buoy yourself up. <clears throat> Bob says what? We are spiritually advanced. My therapist, my therapist friend told me that just today. I once told him years ago that I was okay till I started learning all this spiritual ish. <laughs> yes, because once the door is open, you know, you can't you can't close it. You can't you can't unknow what you know. Once you start, once you open up this door, that's it. Hey cousin. Ms. Nia's in, Mrs. Nia's in the chat. Hi, cousin. <clears throat> To form the habit every morning again, I mean, every moment, the mind is not otherwise occupied of being self-conscious that I am the only intelligence acting will keep that mighty, wonderful stream of life from being discolored. And that's what, that's all, that's all we're trying to do. Yeah. There's no turning back now. We're on the train. Me and my sister said that the other day. I was like, that's it. We're on the train. The train has left the station. We're headed into four and five D. If you are not on the train, that's okay. You can jump on the train whenever you want to, but we are gone. Like our train has left. There's a few more trains coming, but our train has left the station. It's left the gate. You know, like we can't hold this. We can't hold the train. If you want to get on the train, you should get on. I implore you to get on. It's important to get on for yourself and for others and for your family. And make sure you hit the thumbs up button when you come in. Um, this is the simple secret of really all perfection if one can but comprehend it. So um, we don't wanna disqualify or discolor this energy that we have, that we've been blessed with, all of us. And it is, if you can, Think about it that way that, you know, when you are thinking wicky wacky thoughts, and I know it's sometimes difficult, but if you can think about, oh my goodness, I'm discoloring this delicious, fabulous, awesome energy that I have. I'm requalifying this energy that I have. Holy smokes. Let me stop that. What are you doing? Because it's not just about what are you manifesting either. It's about what are you doing with this energy, right? This pure energy that you have, if you could look, even, you know, you're mostly this, right? This water, this pure water. If you could think about that, what do you do into the, to the water that's in your body with the wicky wacky thoughts, you know, and you got to figure out however you can, as best you can, wherever you are to remind yourself, yo, who, all right. Let me reframe. Recalibrating, recalibrating, like that old GPS used to say. This great life comes into everyone's use, pure and perfect, but through lack of understanding, the outer mind is constantly requalifying it with discordant conceptions. And thus, human beings change its otherwise perfect action into that which they find expressed in limitation 
and discord in their own outer activity. This should make clear to the students the simple activity which they should self-consciously maintain in order to keep this marvelous, perfect life that is constantly flowing through their minds and bodies in its pure, fragrant state. For I tell you truly that those who will follow and maintain this idea will find the emanations from their own bodies becoming rarer than the lily or the rose. What? Who would like to smell like a lily or a rose as you're walking around? Okay. That's kind of delicious. Hello, Moon Vibes. Welcome. Nice to have you join us. <clears throat> so, um, for I tell you truly that those who will follow and maintain this idea will find the emanations from their own bodies becoming rarer than lily or the rose. Further, in the consciousness of this perfection, which is constantly flowing into their use, they can know it is perfect health and beauty of face and form until its radiance shines forth like the sun. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound like a delicious thing? Huh? I'm thinking. Moon Vibes, I'm Sydney. Welcome. Oh, beloved students, when it is so simple, requiring so little consciously eff sustained effort, it is not worth, is it not worth all it requires on your part to enter into the fullness of this life stream and receive its fullness and blessing? That's what I was saying. Like, isn't it, you, we have to do whatever we can to keep this energy that's flowing through us you know, in its natural state. And in its natural state, it is perfection. It is pure essence. And I know that, you know, we requalify it. We requalify it based on things that we have experienced, based on things that we've, you know, been told, based on a whole lot of things in our society, in our world, you know, just our own thoughts about things. But the more you use your I am, your I am, the more you you stand in your I am power, the more, remember I was telling you that I've been doing that for at least an hour a day. You know, just, just being with my I am consciousness, either writing or reading or meditating. I do all four of those things for at least an hour out of my 24 because we all get 24 hours. But check this out. Even if you can't do it for an hour, at least do it for 10 or 15 minutes, right? I'm telling you, it's worth it because right now you think you don't have time. But when you do that, a whole lot of time opens up for you that you thought you didn't have. That is a big secret. I learned that a long time ago when I started doing my meditation. Because in the beginning, I was like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I got five minutes. I'm going to give you five minutes. That's it. That's all I That's all I can. That's all I can eke out of my day because I had the kids running around. Blah 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 blah. Don't work. Do this. Do that. Do that. Do that. 
But the more I practiced those five minutes, made it a habit, got in the habit of it, the more I practiced those five minutes, the longer I started to find that, you know, next thing I know, it's 10 minutes. And then things that I thought I needed to do, I didn't have to do anymore. Like things just started to click. And I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen for you as well. If you decide to give your I am presence some quality time. Moon vibes. What's the I am? Don't want to hold you, but I'm lost. Sorry, I'm, I know I'm late. Oh, we're reading the I am discourses, moon vibes. By St. Germain and Godfrey Ray King. And we're in volume three. Have you ever heard of the I am discourses? If not, the link is in the description below and um, you can check it out. And I believe if you do like a Google search, you might even be able to find the PDF for free, but we have the link in the description below. It's really a very good book. It was written back in the 1930s. <laughs> quite an old book too. But it talks about your I am consciousness and I am that I am and the I am power that is within us all. So you're more than welcome to hang out and listen and vibe. We have videos that we started from the beginning. And once the, 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 this ends, this live ends, there'll be links that pop up. And you can check out some of the I Am Discourses from the beginning of the book when we first started reading it. And that was in January, but the links are all in a playlist in called I Am Discourses. So you can check that out if you like. Um, okay, let me finish reading. This should um, make clear the students the simple activity they, oh wait, did I do that? Yeah, I did that already. Okay, so the Oriental activity that was a secret society. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, beloved students, one, it is so simple, requiring so little conscious. I did read that. I read all that. I read all that. Okay. In the Oriental activity, there was a secret society. In fact, it began in China, maintained gloriously in the light until one then in charge at the head of the order thought in one of the war ravages that his daughter, whom he loved so deeply, was killed by an Englishman, which, however, was not the case. But it brought about the breaking up of the order and the pictures of Fu Manchu. Y'all ever heard of Fu Manchu? Fu Manchu, of which I think there have been four produced, are the picturing of this to the outer world, showing how the light may be distorted by something starting the feeling of revenge. So the light was distorted in Fu Manchu because he thought, and he used to be um, apparently, you know, according to what is written, he used to be a man of great light and he allowed revenge to seep in, discolored the light that, you know, he emanated and became a lunatic. 
This one known as Fu Manchu was at the beginning of that activity, a wondrous, beautiful soul. And it shows how sometimes the ravages of war and the lack of control of the thought and feeling in the individual bring about such distortion in the life stream. Well, we see that today politically. Well, good moon vibes. Moon vibes says, yep, I'm here. There's a reason I was told to come here. That's right. There's a reason. <laughs> um, this is known as, um, in connection with the South American activity, which the present work was drawn joyously to their attention until this focus of radiation began. It was doubted by most, except Nada and myself, the possibility of establishing such a focus in this busy Western world in here, in the United States. But they did not know what I did. He's talking about um, you know, the rest of his, the radiation that he works with. The fact of our long association not having been revealed to them. So I said to my, I said on my own responsibility, I shall try it out. So this is when St. Germain is talking about coming into the United States and coming into the Americas and coming into the South, South America and uh, North America and um, working, you know, with individuals here. It proves that it is possible to establish this mighty active presence in the midst of a hailstorm. I have always maintained this and most of the time I have stood alone, but the ability of the students to grasp the use of the I am presence is making tremendous things possible. And I say sincerely for your encouragement that with this marvelous condition maintained, which has come to this point, it is not impossible to have various ones of these ascended beings sit in your midst as visible as your own physical bodies and speak to you. This is not just a matter of the desire of the students for it, but rather the preparation of the students for it. So it is possible to call in the ascended masters to sit with you. And it is also possible to call in your guides. We're gonna talk about that on another video. Maybe we'll do that on Sunday. That'll be the topic on Sunday. We can do that on Sunday. Have any of you know who your guides are? Do any of you know who your guides are? Have you talked to them? Have they talked to you? Have you had conversations? Have they shown you things? Have they talked to you, guided you, shown you where to, instead of going left, they say go right and you go, what? That happens. Moon vibes, yes, says, moon vibes says they have connected to their guides. Gary says, I got some names. Cool. I wish I could know the rest. The rest of what? What your guides have to say? Or the rest of them? There's more? You met one. Gotcha. You met one. Don't worry. The rest are coming. They are coming. Some of us only need one. Some of us only have one. But some of us have many. Um, Sharon says, I'm working on it. Barb's, Linda says, I know some of my guides. And Barb says, I have talked with some. Okay. Well, listen, if you talk with one, that is really good. That's, that's perfect. And we are going to talk about um, 
getting to, you know, hear their names. You can ask them what their names are and how to feel if their energy is good or if you're, you know, you're connecting with a guy that might not necessarily be, you know, copacetic. I'm going to tell you, I had to get rid of two back in the day. I was like, look, your services are no longer needed. You got to go. <laughs> Truly, true story. Because their energy was just not, I didn't, it wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. They weren't for me. Um, what sometimes happens is I'm, there are beings in the astral plane that are attracted to you because of your light that you are emanating. And um, you just want to make sure that they're the right guides for you. So if the energy feels good to you, they're there, they're there for you. If your energy, if their energy feels wicky wacky to you, tell them to get, tell them to take a hike. Be gone. That's what you say. Actually, I don't need your services. Thank you. Be gone. Be gone from from me. Be gone from this place. And they'll leave. Um, okay. So we're almost done here. But we're, we're, maybe we'll talk about that on Sunday. Is that a topic you all want to talk about on Sunday? Talking to your guides and meeting your guides and how to know if you're talking to the right guides? We can do that. Let me know in the chat if that's something that you want to do on Sunday. I'm almost done with this and then we'll be out. Um, let's see. Okay. There is no radiance. I'm on page, I am on page 216 right now. There is no radiance goes forth anywhere in the universe except through conscious projection. Okay, so everybody said yes on Sunday. Okay, all right, we'll discuss, we'll, that'll be the topic for Sunday's show. Talking to our guides, connecting to our guides, telephone, ring, ringy. That would be interesting. I like that idea for Sunday's program. Okay, great. Awesome. Thank you all, Barb, Linda, Sharon, Amira, Gary. I don't know if you answered Gary, but thank you everybody for responding. There is no radiation goes forth anywhere in the universe except through conscious projection. The radiation projected from the stars, so-called, to our Earth, does not and cannot come into contact with the earth without the conscious direction of the cosmic being who is the conscious directing presence of that star or planet. Now, I know a lot of us think that stars and planets are just running out there. You know, we've been taught they're just out there willy nilly. No, there are beings that do live on these planets if you think about it, it only makes sense, right? That there would be other beings living on other planets if the universe goes is infinite and it goes to infinity. It would be really arrogant of us to think that we are the only ones that are existing in the universe today. Just doesn't make sense. So there are conscious directing, there is the conscious directing presence of that star or planet. There's a cosmic being that directs that planet. This conscious direction is what makes the radiation from one planet to another 
reach its destination, but the radiation thus directed does not carry any adverse aspect to any individual there. The universal cosmic laws of the earth, which impel growth through the law of experience, hold within themselves that which you know as resistance. If there were not that which the individual knows as resistance, he would not make conscious effort. And this would make it impossible for advancement in understanding or in the return to the father's house from which the children of earth have strayed. Resistance is nothing whatever to do with discord. Resistance is a natural law. Discord is a human creation. There is no discord in the universe except that which the personality creates. So, you know, when you say, um, maybe you, 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 you're trying to create something and, you know, you feel like you have resistance and you're pushing against and you're pushing against. Well, listen, if we didn't have resistance, you would have nothing to want to achieve in the first place. So I talk about resistance. I actually like having resistance because resistance helps me to um, refocus and understand what it is that I do want to experience to be doing have. And think about it. If you had no resistance, just think about trying to push, um, push against something. When you're pushing against something, having a little resistance kind of good. Because if you pushed against the refrigerator and went flying across the living room, that wouldn't be great. If you have a little resistance closing your laptop up, because it, it should have a little resistance. If there was no resistance, you would smash your, your, your computer every time. So we need to have that. That's a natural law. Discord, however, is something that is not resistance. Discord is disruption. And that's what we create. Resistance is good. Disruption, discord, eh, not so good. Take the dynamic consciousness. I am the pure mind of God in everyone present here. This shuts out human desire. Well, um, I think it shuts out human wiki-wackiness. I am the pure mind of God in everyone present here. And if you could do that and you can remind yourself that everyone is your friend, even people who would who are wiki-wacky at work. I wish I had heard that a little while ago. You know, I tried. <laughs> but everybody is your friend. Take the consciousness, I am the governing presence of this, especially when you got some wiki-wacky stuff happening, when you got wiki-wacky people and wiki-wacky energy. I am the governing presence of this. I am the pure mind of God. It consumes the thought and keeps the human mind clear from the wiki, the desire entirely. Whatever the discord is, this shuts it out. When the liquid participates in the hand, instantly qualified as liquid light, and it will manifest as that. Give the command for that quality before beginning the precipitation. Well, we are not precipitating anything yet. None of us have been able to do that yet. I don't know. Maybe you have. 
I haven't. Still working on it. Um, but the last thing it says is that one student should not expect to see the same activity as another. The students are not supposed to see or feel alike. So we talked about this before. Some of us have gifts that are different from each other, but that doesn't mean that um, it's better than, or you know, I'm better than, or you're better than. It just means different. Everybody has different gifts. We all don't have the same gifts. Otherwise, we would all be the same, and we're not. And that's what makes this life so beautiful, even when it's wicky-wacky. There is not a moment in the day that we do not visualize something because the power of vision is acting all the time. Keep all of the mind except keep keep all out of the mind except the picture you want. For that is all with which you are concerned. Do not let the attention become focused on the seeming emptiness. And that is the end of chapter 18. But the one thing I want to make sure that we get is keep, there is not a moment in the day that we do not visualize something. So if you tell me, Sydney, I can't visualize, I can't do my imagination work, I know that you, you're not telling me the truth. Because there is not a moment in the day that we do not visualize something. There's something. You may be visualizing how to get to work. You may be visualizing your desk. You may be visualizing what you're going to say to your boss. You may be visualizing what your boss said to you yesterday or today or the people at your job. You are visualizing. You are imagining so if you revise that, you have a better chance of not experiencing the same kind of wicky-wackiness that you experienced today. Keep all out of the mind except the picture that you want. For that is all with which you are concerned. And do not let your attention become focused, focused on the seeming emptiness. Um, if you you know, forget, you should put your headphones on and listen to the Indigo Room while you're traveling. <laughs> or even Reverend Ike. I do that. I listen to Reverend Ike in the morning. He helps me get, he helps get me focused. And sometimes I re-listen I re to the Indigo Room. I don't like to listen to my own voice, but I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better. Okay, so that is the end of the um, chapter 18, the I Am Discourses. So next Thursday, next Wednesday, we're going to go back into the resurrection, and we are in out of this world. Um, Moon Vibes, I don't know if you're still in the, in the chat, but this is the book that we read next week. It's Resurrection by Neville Goddard. And um, the link is in the description below as well. So you can pick the book up through Amazon if you like, or you can search and you know find out where you'd like to pick it up if you want um, someplace else. But we are going into chapter 22, Assumptions Become Facts. This one is my favorite chapter. I really love this chapter. 
And um, again, Gary, thank you so much for the books that you sent to me. I'm so, so, so happy to have received them. Um, if you would like to join the Imagination Coaching Group, it starts this Saturday, October 12th. We have three groups on Saturday, one at 12, one at three, and one at six. And then another one, so there's four groups in, in entirety. So there's another one that starts on Monday, October 14th at 7 p.m. All of the information is in the description below. You can check out the information and pay through PayPal if you like on um, the indigoroom.org. If you'd like to subscribe to the channel, we would love for you to do that. Just hit the thumb, I mean, hit the bell down, down below to subscribe. Hit the thumbs up if you haven't done already, done so already. Um, and if you're new, welcome, like Moon Vibes, welcome to the, to the channel. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The links are in the channel banner. Um, if you go, there's a whole lot of videos that we have there. The I Am Discourses and when we started in January and the I Am Discourses, um, I mean the uh, Resurrection by Neville when we started in January as well. And um, remember who you are, a website. Oh, that's right, the website. The website is, um, you can pick up your, what? I keep changing that and it keeps staying the same. But anyway, I put down, you know, pick up your Indigo Room mug and manifestation um, journal at the indigoroom.org, but you know, it keeps, it keeps being there. And uh, oh, Moon Vibe said, thank you. Amira said, thanks for the good class. You're welcome, Amira. Um, so everybody's on board. Gary says, dang, that felt good. Just what I needed. Yay, Gary. You say that every time you come in, though. You should come in more often. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. We love you, Gary. That was, and thank you for the wine. Thank you for sharing the wine with everyone. We really appreciate it. Everybody needed that. Um, bye, Gary. Have a great week. And thank you, Linda. Linda said thank you, everyone. And um, also, if you did not get to um, hear Amaya, I'm going to post the video up here, uh, right there. I'm going to post the video up there for um, Amaya from last week. And you can check that out from, I mean, from yesterday, from last night. It was very powerful. There's something in there for everybody. So do check it out. She channels Isaiah. And we will be back here on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And that is 8 a.m. Pacific. And we are going to be discussing talking to your guides. How about that? I don't know. I'm going to name it something else. Anyway, have a great week. Have a great rest of your weekend. I love you. Remember who you are. Remember that you are source energy right here in a physical body. Remember that you can be, do, and have anything that you desire. And it's not being extraordinary that makes you unique. It is your uniqueness that makes you extraordinary. I love you all. Have a great weekend. And I will see you on Sunday. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.